You're listening to The Word of Hope, a radio ministry of Hope Lutheran Church in Aurora, Colorado. Our preacher is Pastor Brian Wolfmuller with today's Word of Hope. Dear Randy, and dear baptized, I knew a pastor who, if anyone ever spilled a drink, and especially if someone spilled a drink on him, (laughs) he would say, Remember your baptism. (laughs) And I suspect that this works when Jesus decides to spill a few inches of rain on us as well. Remember, dear saints, your baptism. Because who knew that getting wet could be such good news? The early church fathers called baptism a flood, which washes away every sin and carries those sins straight to the cross of Jesus where He suffers the punishment from God in your place and in our place. But floods, remember, are dangerous. Remember? (laughs) And so is the flood of your baptism. We learn in the Scriptures and in the Catechism that baptism is, in fact, a destructive work of God as well. In this way, it puts to death our sinful flesh. Do you not know, says St. Paul, that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into His death? We were therefore buried with Him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. So baptism means that the old Adam in us, that is our old sinful nature, should by daily contrition and repentance be drowned and die with all sins and evil lusts, and again a new man daily come forth and arise who will live before God in righteousness and purity forever. Now, thinking of floods, we might think of the big Thompson or Utah Park or something like this that we've been watching in the news the last couple of days. But the picture for us that the Bible wants us to see is the picture of the Red Sea. As Moses and the Lord's people cross through the sea on dry ground and escape God's wrath, but Pharaoh and his hosts are drowned and die. Or another flood, the great one. The one that covered the entire world. Noah and his family escape alive to worship God, but the rest of darkened humanity is drowned, washed away in God's wrath. So with your baptism, it is a drowning, a death of your sinful flesh, a crucifixion with Christ so that the new man might live. But look, and this saying is attributed to Dr. Luther, although I haven't found it, but I'm sure he did say it. Luther says this, While we sit there and try to drown the old Adam, our sinful flesh, we have to remember that he's a good swimmer. <laughs> that he won't stay under the, under the water for long. You can't keep him down. His head keeps, keeps poking back up. Our sinful nature hangs around our neck, drags us down, pulls us towards sin, bends our neck and our heart towards temptation. So this death and resurrection that is baptism is a daily thing. This fighting against the sinful nature is something that will go on all of our lives and will not come to an end until the Lord at last perfects our flesh in the resurrection on the last day. So, daily, as Jesus says, we pick up our cross and follow Him 
This daily death and resurrection is what we call repentance. That is, Jesus showing you your sin and Jesus promising you His forgiveness and giving you life, which is something that only Jesus can do. He, after all, is the resurrection and the life. The great overcomer of death which we rejoice to see in the Gospel text put before us this morning. Jesus with His disciples are going to this little village called Nain. And as He's walking with His disciples into the city, there's a funeral procession coming out of the city, leaving the city to go to the funeral. This woman who is a widow, she's already buried her husband, is now going to bury her son. And they meet, the text says, they meet there at the gates. Now the gates of these ancient cities, especially the little ones, were not that big. So that there's a there's going to be this you know, like what happened in your basement this week. <laughs> this stopping up of things. And, and, and one's going to have to give way. And we, and we know how this normally works. I mean, even in, even in our heathen and pagan world, people know to get out of the way for a funeral procession. I mean, you don't have to, if you're in a funeral procession, you don't have to stop for red lights. I mean, they, they take you right on through. You're just going. And, and the people are pulling over and staying out of the way. And even some well-mannered folk will stop on the sidewalk and wait as the funeral procession passes. This is how it's supposed to be. I mean, we know that as human beings. And Jesus should know it too. I mean, if a funeral procession is coming out of the city of Nain, it should be Jesus and the disciples to step back and let this procession go through. But Jesus does not. He stands there right in the middle of the gate. He, in fact, puts his hand out and touches the casket and stops the procession. Jesus will not give way to death. But in fact, death will give way to Him. Death will give way to life. So with Jesus standing there, there will be a resurrection. Here it is. As He drew near to the gate of the town, behold, a man who had died was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow, and a considerable crowd from the town was with her. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said to her, Do not weep. And he came up and touched the bier, and the bearer stood still, and he said, Young man, I say to you, arise. Jesus is the end of death. And this, dear saints, is a great comfort to us. Because Jesus is the end of your death. He is the end of of your sorrow. He is the end of your tears. Jesus is the end of the devil's rule and the reign of sin. Look what it says. The dead man sat up and he began to speak. And Jesus gave him to his mother. Now fear seized them all and they glorified God saying, a great prophet has arisen among us and God has visited His people and this report about Him spread through the whole of Judea and all the surrounding countries because this is Jesus. This is the One who would die and be raised. This is the One who would expel the devil from before the Father's face. This is the One who would shut the gates of hell and open the gates of heaven for you. And He is the One who gives life to this boy. This is the One who baptized you today, Randy. And who baptized you, dear saints. 
This is the one who brings to us daily death and resurrection as we see our sin and trust in His forgiveness. And this is the one we rejoice that will stand on the last day over our graves and will say to us, Arise, and we will come forth to the glory, to His glory, and rejoice in His goodness forever. Because this is Jesus, the one to whom death and sin give way, the one who is the end of death and of sin. You know, there's a contrast here between what we see in the text of the Scripture and between what we hear in most pulpits and in most churches. Most people would speak of Jesus as a great healer, the one who cleanses us, who washes us. And this understanding starts by understanding that our sinful nature is a sickness. If you're sick, what you need is a doctor, right? If you're wounded, what you need is a medic. If you're hurt, what you need is a nurse or someone to tend to you. But what about if you are dead? We who are dead in our trespasses and sins need no less than one who can bring resurrection. And this one is Jesus, the one who is the resurrection and the life, the one before whom death and sin cannot stand. This is the one that loves you, the one that died for you, the one that forgives you, the one that feeds you, and the one who will on the last day call you home. This is Jesus. Amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. We hope you were blessed by today's Word of Hope. Hope Lutheran Church is located at 1345 Macon Street in Aurora, Colorado. Their weekly schedule is as follows. Sunday morning worship at 915, adult Bible class and youth Sunday school at 1045 a.m. On Tuesday mornings, there is a matin service at 830 a.m. with a Bible class to follow at 930 a.m. You can find out more about Hope Lutheran Church at www.hope-aurora.org. That's www.hope-aurora.org. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you in His grace.